It's WNRI's Upfront. The opinions expressed represent those only of the panel and callers and do not reflect the views of WNRI and its owners. Telephone lines are now open at 7690600. And now, let's join the Upfront panel. And yes, let us join the Upfront panel. And the Upfront panel this morning is me, your host, John Brian. Good morning to you. So far, a lovely Friday morning. And welcome to the Friday edition of the Upfront Radio Show here on 1380 AM and 99.9 FM WNRI. I am your host each and every Friday. And the format on Fridays is usually I will bring you a topic or two and we will discuss. Well, this morning... I was thinking, and last night I was thinking, and yesterday I was thinking about so many topics that are out there right now. I think I'm going to throw a cornucopia of ideas out there today, and we're going to talk about them, all of which are equally stupid. And uh, actually, some are probably more stupid than others, but we're going to talk about them. And we're going to have a, a good time doing so. And we're going to bring you in on that conversation. However, what's not stupid is our first segment on Friday mornings uh, here on the Friday edition of the Upfront Show. And that is with probably one of the most learned men in all of real estate that I could think of. And that is Bob Martin. He is the broker owner of the Crossroads Real Estate Group. And he comes to us every Friday. On our live line and gives us the answers, the real estate question of the week, the many of the real estate question of the week that are sent to the station. And we have to pick one at random because there are so many inquiries sent to the station. Let's, uh, we're going to make sure that Bob is on our live line first off. Bob, are you there on our live line this morning? I am Roger. I am John. Thank you, Roger. Earlier. No, that's a that's a that's a compliment. I'll take I'll take uh, being mistaken for Mister Bouchard any day. So that means I'm uh, I belong in the uh, Rhode Island Radio Hall of Fame. So I'll take it. Yes. Okay. So right. we do have a question of the week for you, Bob Martin. And uh, are you ready to go? Sure. Okay, dear Bob, I am selling my house. And the buyer has waived inspections. He has now approached me and said that a number of improvements need to be done in order for him to buy the house. He said they are required by the lender. Do I need to do these since he has waived inspections? Uh, there are two factors here. Yes, he waived inspections. I'm assuming um, when, when someone's applying for a home, uh, to buy a house, the house has to fit the mortgage program uh, that they're looking at. And, and we in Northern Rhode Island do a very big volume in what we call FHA, or it could be a VA. But so what happens is even though the buyer has uh, is not re- necessarily requesting these repairs be done under the inspection paragraph, what the lender has said is based on the appraisal, even if it appraised at full value, the appraiser then noted uh, some issues that are possible issues with the house. Um, the lenders picked up on that, and they're saying, in order for us to lend you the money, these things need to be done. Um, 
And it's quite customary that something like that happens, which is why we try to, um, if we list a home, for instance, it's got a lot of peeling paint on it. The roof is in tough shape. We just simply tell people, look, it, it's, it's not an FHA property uh, because the lender ultimately will do what they've done in this case. They will say, we want all these things fixed as a condition of us making the mortgage. So if the, if the seller says, does he have to do it? No, he doesn't. What will happen in all probability, however, uh, is that the lender will deny the mortgage to the applicant and then the seller is back to square one. Uh, and in the case of an FHA mortgage, uh, whatever notations are on that appraisal, the appraisal stays on record for six months, value-wise and any comments that are made. So basically he would exclude any future FHA buyers from this property. So it's unfortunate that they didn't anticipate. Some of the key issues... Uh, they, they, it's not like a home inspection where they want a new furnace, but um, if the appraiser notes that there's a problem with the roof, a few missing shingles, he'll say, get a roofer and say that um, the roof is good for at least three years. If he notices peeling paint, um, and the peeling paint is really the concerned about lead. Uh, most of our housing stock, as you know, is, is, is old. Um, we've got one right now. The house came through fine, except there were four stairs in the front. And FHA requires a handrail. If they had not gone with an FHA mortgage, um, that other lender would not have required a handrail. So uh, every program has its quirks, but when you're dealing with the quasi-government VA FHA, which are pretty much identical into what they what they want, um, you're dealing with with that other level uh, of of things. That if it's noted, they simply say, "Look, it's got to be fixed." Uh, corrected, and then the appraiser goes back out and takes a few more pictures and says, yep, they fixed it. But usually they're not very onerous unless the house really should not have even qualified in that particular uh, area. The, so they, they want, if there's peeling paint, they want it scraped and painted. They don't care if it's primed with orange, orange paint. You don't have to repaint the house. But things like that uh, that they're concerned about, Usually we know in advance before the appraisal. Uh, in this case, evidently, whoever listed the house didn't anticipate it, or maybe they got an appraiser that was a little bit more um, stringent than, than someone else. But uh, So it's even though the buyer uh, waived his inspections, the request is really not, it's coming through the buyer, but not from the buyer, if I'm making the distinction here. And it's simply, look, what do you want from me? For me to get this mortgage, this stuff has to be done. Now, it's a matter of, we've had people, you know, if it's something simple like painting windows, window sashes, sometimes the buyer said, with your permission, I'll go and scrape and paint it myself. Uh, so as long as there's nothing too onerous, we've even had buyers who are willing to do that work. But that's that's where this is coming from. So the request is not through the inspection paragraph that the wave is coming from the lender of the condition of making the mortgage. And if you happen to be a handy uh, seller, a uh, homeowner, then uh, you could do some of that work. But if you're not, well, yeah. then... Usually it's minor things, you know, a lot of, most of the time it, it's, it's peeling paint. A lot of it's around the windows or the uh, the windows in the basement. Uh, obviously, if you're starting to talk about a roof, 
you know, the homeowner's not going to, probably not going to climb on the roof, and I would suggest that he do that. But, um, you know, they, there are certain criteria. For instance, they turn, the, they turn all the faucets on, and they have to be hot water. Um, a normal appraiser won't, if it's conventional financing, he's not going to turn all the faucets on. So um, it's, uh, I, I totally understand what the question was about. I understand the frustration of the seller, but the seller should really shouldn't be, shouldn't be, uh, should not direct this to the buyer at this point. You should just simply say, look, I understand that the lender is requiring this as a condition of making the mortgage. Bob Martin, if anyone has a question about this or any other issues in regard to real estate, how can they contact you? 766-7545 or my cell phone directly at 401 474 3556. Bob Martin, the broker owner of the Crossroads Real Estate Group. Bob, thank you for being here for the Real Estate Question of the Week, and we will be speaking to you next Friday, and we look forward to it. Okay, John, thank you. Thank you, Bob. Have a good week. Bye-bye. That was Bob Martin with the Real Estate Question of the Week, and we will be right back with the remainder of the Friday edition of the Upfront Radio Show, and I've got all kinds of stupid to share with you this morning, uh, starting with a little bit Right here, well, all of it, mostly here in the state of Rhode Island. And uh, the world out there just makes less and less sense every day. We'll talk about that when we get back right here on the Friday edition of the Upfront Radio Show on 1380 AM and 99.9 FM WNRI. So what's in your appetite? At Grumpy's in South Bellingham, their menu is so expansive, we can satisfy any taste. You may want to try a Grumpy Signature Burger. There are 12 to choose from. And if you like seafood, try our broiled seafood sampler of haddock, scallop, shrimp, lobster, and a stuffed quahog to go along. And you might want to check out our Taste of Italy, too, from eggplant, parmesan, spaghetti and meatballs, and many other Italian choices. And you may want to try a Grumpy Sirloin Steak, Filet young or a Bourbon Street steak tip dinner. All char-broiled to your taste perfection. And we have a nightly menu special and also weekend specials. Kitchen open Friday and Saturday till midnight. Restaurant open seven days a week. It's time to make it a Grumpy's experience today. And I want to remind you that Grumpy's is open for lunch daily at noon, so head on in to Grumpy's for lunch today. American-made products. That's what we feature at Waltz Clothing, 837 Cumberland Hill Road, Woonsocket. Open Tuesday through Saturday. American-made, we're serious. Boots from Carolina, Thorogood, Red Wing, and Rocky, all made in the USA. Also, American-made sweatshirts, American-made socks, full-grain leather belts, boot laces and leather guards and boot guards. And we carry treads, rubber overboots, American-made. So come on in to the place where the workperson finds everything they need. Waltz Clothing, 837 Cumberland Hill Road. Find us on Facebook or if you have a question, 765-7582. Is your over-the-range microwave, dishwasher, refrigerator, or dryer acting up? Then it's time to call GNR Appliance Repair in Pasco. We work on all kinds of appliances and we have reasonable rates. So the next time your appliance says, I give up, call GNR Appliance Repair at 765-2023 and we'll get it working again. You can depend on us for quality service. Appliance problem? Let GNR Appliance Repair fix it for you. 765-2023. <laughs> Good 
You're listening to WNRI's Upfront, a radio internet talk show. Now, let's get back to the panel. And we are back with the panel. The panel is me, your host, John Brand, each and every Friday here on the Friday edition of the Upfront Radio Show. And you, of course, and you can join me. And you can do so by giving me a call at 766-1380-769-0600-1800-949-9674. That's our toll-free out-of-state line. And, of course, you can always email me here at the station at upfront at WNRI.com. You can even email John. That's what Jeff would say. Yeah, we have electronic mail here at Space Age Radio, and you can join in that way, too. Well, I just want you to know that yours truly, your favorite Friday radio host, has been labeled a bigot. Did you know that? Isn't that sad that I've been labeled a bigot? Uh, Yes. I'm doing my job properly. I'm gaslighting all the progressives on Twitter, making everybody upset on Twitter, which I absolutely love. I make sport of that. Uh, And they're all calling me a bigot. Why? Why do you ask? Well, because I had the temerity to ask the following question. Uh, What the hell? So let's let's back up for a second. Rhode Island Kids Count on Twitter. They put out a, uh, a tweet that said, great opportunity about black maternal mental health uh, taking place on July 20th. And it's a Black Maternal Health Summit 2023. It's improving maternal mental health outcomes for black and brown birthing people. Yes. Birthing people. So my question to Rhode Island Kids Count is what the hell is a birthing person? What does that even mean? Only women can give birth. So who is this for? This this summit for the birthing people. And why do they insist on using these ridiculous terms that really do nothing more than try to negate the role, the sacred role that women have in our society. And of course, they come at me and they say, because you're a bigot, that's why. You're a bigot because you don't want to say birthing people. You don't think men can give birth, so you're a bigot. Yeah, okay. That's right. I'm a bigot because I don't think men can give birth. They can't. There are some idiots out there who have actually come at me and they've said, well, well, some women have penises. Okay. Your medicine is calling. It misses you deeply. All right. So I went on and found out that this is not limited to just this nonsense. There's a women and infants document that was posted by women and infants. And it was brought to me by Ramona Bessinger. It was posted by Ramona Bessinger, who is a former Rhode Island school teacher from Providence, who's a whistleblower. I invited her on today, but I didn't get a response. Hopefully I could get her on another week. I'd love to get her on and and kind of tell her experience and her fight against this woke progressive garbage. 
But women and infants has the 10 steps to to successful chest feeding. Chest feeding benefits for the birth parent. The birth parent? I thought that was the mom. The woman. And what the hell is chest feeding? So I question these things. And that makes me a bigot. And they say, well, well, you just, you, you, that's, that's faux, that's, that, that, that's faux feminism, which is really, really masked chauvinism. You don't want women to advance. You want to keep them in their traditional roles. Traditional roles? What are you talking about? I can't believe the way that language is, language is being Totally altered. And I go back to 1984 by George Orwell. When language was altered in the form of newspeak. The goal here, the, the, the goal out there is so clear. Destroy the nuclear family. Blur the lines between genders. Take away the traditional roles of mothers. And the traditional roles of fathers. And sexualize children. That's the goal. And you have to ask yourself, why is that the goal? And who is that being promoted by? Well, it's being promoted by far left Democrats. It's being promoted by the mainstream media. It's being promoted by big tech. And that's why you have a movie that is doing so well in the form of The Sound of Freedom. Because there are people out there that are just tired. They're tired of this and they can't take it anymore. And people like me and people like you, the good listeners of this station... And the criticism for something like Sound of Freedom, and I hope you've seen the movie, and or I hope you will go see the movie. And this was written by Lara Logan. Lara Logan was a CBS journalist who used to be on 60 Minutes. And she was sexually assaulted while on assignment in the Mideast. And she took a leave from CBS News that eventually dumped her. Well, Laura Logan went off and went and went anti-woke. And she has been incredible. So if you're on Twitter and you follow and you don't follow Lara Logan, L-A-R-A-L-O-G-A-N, do so. At Lara Logan. She writes this. As a journalist for more than 35 years, my job is to try to find the whole truth. Fortunately, the truth belongs to no one and never bends. It is what it is. So here goes. Anyone speaking out against the sound of freedom and targeting Jim Caviezel or Tim Ballard is more concerned about what motivates that criticism than the industrial scale rape, torture, and murder of children for money. But it does not matter. Only the truth stands up to questioning. So bring it on. The film is winning this battle because there is only one truth. 
criticize, question, challenge, do all you can. It makes the truth more visible. And that is the power of truth and God. Well, that is power. Those are powerful words, but that also rings true for what we're talking about here. Women, the role of women and mothers is being eroded every day by even institutions like women and infants calling it chest feeders and birthing persons. The birth parent. What does that mean, the birth parent? The birth parent is the mother. She's the only one that can have a kid. And here's the point. Until people stand up, until the women stand up and say enough. Like, I don't know why there's not enough women that aren't driven crazy by this. Men are invading sports, women's sports, and winning and erasing records that will never be reclaimed. Men are entering female prisons under the guise that they're now female and raping women inside those prisons. Men are winning beauty contests in the Netherlands. Miss Netherlands just beat out. The person that was named Miss Netherlands is a man and not a good-looking man. Definitely not a good-looking woman and beat out probably one of the most beautiful women in the world to become Miss Netherlands. And those women stood by. Why didn't they all walk off the stage? Why are women at the at the starting line not just not starting the race and letting the men go by themselves? Why aren't women standing up to this? Unless and until women decide enough is enough, this is going to continue. Unless and until voices are heard and this nonsense is turned around. But until then, people like me that bring out this information will be labeled bigots by the left on social media and everywhere else. I've been named everything. Because I don't believe in chest feeding and, and, and birthing persons, that makes me anti-LGBT. That's such nonsense. If anybody knows me, knows that I'm not that. What I am is pro-reality. Good morning and welcome to WNRI. Uh, very quickly, Jen. Um, I went to see Sound of Freedom based on your um, recommendation. And I enjoyed it tremendously. And yet, there were people, people that I know, people who, with whom I'm friendly. Oh, I don't want to go see that. So... Um, Right now, I know probably 30 years ago, I always talked about there was a malaise in the country, but I was working, I wasn't old. I mean, the, the bottom line is, we've got the people who are sane and the people who aren't for whatever reason. And I'm going to say the Mia Ackermans, the Melissa Murrays, don't use some excuse. It's time to pick a side. Strong women want strong men. And, and uh, people who are real want reality. I'm waiting to hear a Democrat in Rhode Island say, I do not support this. 
They don't have to become a Republican or an independent. But I want to see which ones have the courage to say, no, this is no good. And I, other than that, I don't know what we're supposed to do. But strong women want strong men. They don't want, I'm not going to use the word. Thank you, John, for being a strong man and your father. If he's up there somewhere, I mean, if there's a hereafter, and I do believe there is, he's proud of you. Thank you for and saying that's that. that's something to say. Bye. Thank you. That's a, well, that's a hell of a compliment, and I appreciate that greatly. You know, she's right. Quick example was that the taxpayer-funded abortion bill came back to the House in the Senate version. And Representative Charlene Lima from Cranston tried to amend the legislation because the legislation took out the word woman, removed the word woman from an abortion bill, and inserted the word person. So any person seeking an abortion, for instance, that was throughout the bill. A person wanting an abortion. Well, I mean, I, I, what does that mean? I can't get an abortion. I'm a man. So she tried to insert the word woman back into the legislation and get rid of the word person. And that was a debate on the House floor. And guess what? Only 16 people voted for that amendment. And I stood up and I said, you know this is right. You know this is nonsense. You know you should do this. But you won't because of politics, because you're a Democrat and you can't go against the grain. You can't vote for reality, and you won't, but you know you want to. And I sat back down. And guess what? I was right. They didn't. But later on, do you know how many people walked up to me and said, John, you were absolutely right. I, I, I agree with you 100%. Well, why didn't you vote for it then? Well, I, I can't do that. I didn't want to make anyone mad, or I didn't want to go against the leadership. That's what you're getting. When is enough enough? Good morning and welcome to WNRI. Good morning, Representative. This is Sally in Cranston, and I absolutely love your show, and you put on a hell of a show last week. Let me just, let me just say that. That was something else. Um, or the week before when you were talking about the sound of freedom. Listen, um, thank you so much for taking the call this morning. A couple things. You know, you mentioned the legislature. And remember that these people, we live in an age where it's all about selfies. It's all about self-promotion. It's all about judging others. It's all about divisiveness and tribal and class warfare. So most people, I say all that to say most people are just concerned about how they look. They want to be seen as. They want to be seen as this or seen as that or seen as a war, a culture warrior. But that notwithstanding, I just wanted to make mention, because you had talked about the sound of freedom, are you aware that Ballum and his group was featured by Scott Kelly on CBS Evening News in 2014? And that group, Operation Underground Railroad, uh, they did a big piece on it, and they praised him. They were celebrated. They were celebrated. And helping police break up a major sex trafficking ring in Colombia. And so you have to ask yourself, how is it that nearly 10 years later, here we are? And all I can say from the perspective that I come from, and I think that you're incredibly brave 
representative because people are afraid. They're afraid. They hide in their houses. They don't make eye contact anymore. People see things, whether it's theft or uh, destruction of property or, you know, the harming of their own neighbors, wherever they may be. I mean, we used to be our brother and sister's keeper, not anymore. Um, and they're, they're afraid to say something, and you're not. And that's, that's a very special, you know, quality. So, you know, kudos to you. But just remember, as you press forward, this is a spiritual battle. And ultimately, if that's what you believe, and that's what I believe, this is where we're at. And it's all written out in doctrine. And it has to happen for the next shoe to drop, whatever that is. But also, I'll leave you with this. In 2008, and you can find this on YouTube, Michelle Obama was speaking on behalf of then-candidate uh, Barack Obama, and she was in Puerto Rico. And she gave a speech that's still online, and I think it starts at about 57 in or maybe 58-ish. And she lays it out. They're not even trying to hide. She says, "We for the next generation... We've got to change our history and our traditions and our culture if they stand a chance. And that's the agenda, Representative. And that's where they're coming. By the way, do you know how many kids go missing at Disney each year? At least 200. At least. We never hear about that, but that's a fact. Thanks so much for your time. You have a great day, sir. Thank you. You too. It's a good call from Cranston. We appreciate that. Yeah, the Obamas said when they were going to get elected, when they got elected, we are going to transform America. Well, they're still working at it because this is the third term of the Obama administration that you see now. If you recall what a marionette puppet looks like, imagine a marionette puppet that's got Joe Biden on one end on the bottom, the strings attached to that wooden cross thing on top and moving those hands and those legs and that head at the top of that marionette is Barack Obama and the Barack Obama administration. We're going to get into the corruptness of that administration on the other side of our break. But we're going to take this last phone call before our, our second break. And we're going to say good morning and welcome to WNRI. Good morning, Representative. Good morning, sir. Okay, um, I have two brief comments first. Uh, I want to let everybody know, and you probably know this, they're turning off the air conditioning for the sound of freedom in the movie theaters. And you know, at the end, when the actor gives the statistics, because you and I have seen this already, they cut that, they, they cut the volume off on that at the very end. So you can't get the statistics from well, the I don't actor. Know, I, don't, I can honestly say, I don't know what cinemas that's happening at, because I saw it. West in- Coast, sir. West Coast, all over the West Coast, it's all over the internet. Well, that that doesn't surprise me. That doesn't surprise me. Here, uh, uh, where I saw it, it was fine, and they showed it. But what does it surprise? Yeah, I, I, you know. I've seen it where you saw it. It's fine here, but the West Coast is doing this. It's a full press on them. Also, uh, they're buying up the. Uh, you know how you pay it forward? They're buying up all them tickets, and then when the people go who really legitimately buy the tickets, they go into the theater. There's like ten people there. All the other seats have been bought by. Uh, secret organizations to to buy the seats, but don't put nobody in them to, to suppress to suppress the message. That's but, another thing that they're doing too. Again, that does not surprise me whatsoever. Okay, I'll just now that I said that, I'll just take a minute because a lot of people out there are asking who, what, where, when, and why, and I'm chasing things back. 
Um, I'm piggybacking off the great, the great Bill Cooper, who I had the, the chance to meet once and have a conversation with. Um, it's New World Order. It's evil. And go look up UNESCO. U-N-E-S-C-O. UNESCO. It means United Nations Educational Scientific Cultural Organization. I was watching NHK News Japan the other day, and UNESCO was just so thrilled that Joe Biden has officially returned to UNESCO. UNESCO has this to say about it. We will now have more resources for our agenda with the return of the United States. That means, look at all the money we're going to be getting from the taxpayers now, from the United States. That's what that means. Their main agendas. Gender equality is one. Two, develop the education of people to be global citizens global citizens to help countries adopt international standards. Those are the two main goals. We just joined this again, United Nations Educational Scientific Cultural Agenda. Now, in 1984, Ronald Reagan pulled us out of there. And Ronald Reagan cited this. The agency is corrupt and used to promote communistic agendas, quote-unquote from Ronald Reagan, 1984. 2003... George Bush II rejoins UNESCO. October 12, 2017, Donald Trump pulls United States out of UNESCO. I mean UNESCO. Also cites the same reasons as Reagan and adds that they're anti-Israel and biased towards Israelis. That's one of the roots of the New World Order. Not the tentacles. This is one of the many roots. Well, that's absolutely, you know... UNESCO, Vatican, the Vatican, sir, the Catholic Church is one of the roots. Look at how they're changing everything. The banking system and UNESCO. Well, I can just say the the idea of the, the, the new world order, the one world government, the one world currency, the absolute control over people... Um, yeah, and, and it doesn't surprise me that the, that the neocon Bush, who never saw a war and military uh, action and, and, and military dollars to be spent that he didn't love, um, put us back in there. So Ronald Reagan was a great president. Donald Trump was a great president. And uh, what we need now is desperately in this nation is another great president. Hey, I'm up against a break. i got to let you go. Okay. Thank you so much. Appreciate hey, it. God bless. Those Japanese, they tell the truth on their news. God bless you. God bless you. Bye. We have a caller on the line, but we do need to take our second break of the morning here on the Upfront Radio Show. So we will be right back, and we're going to switch gears. We're going to talk about corruption and corruption in the White House and what we all know what we all know by them not telling us we already know the answer we're going to talk about that when we come back right here in the friday edition of the upfront radio show here on 1380 am and 99.9 fm wnri the go-to place for authentic italian dining is savini's pomodoro italian kitchen and bar over 20 italian dishes made to order from our menu or experience our sicilian style pizza build your own while you choose from your veggies meats and cheeses and of course our traditional family style chicken dinner is offered every day savini's pomodoro on rathbun street with affordable accommodations for weddings birthdays anniversaries and business meetings close mondays open tuesday wednesday and thursday at four friday saturdays and 
Sundays at noon. For reservations, call 762-5114. That's 762-5114. Savini's Pomodoro Italian Kitchen and Bar, 476 Rathbun Street, Woonsocket. Inviting you to join us at our family-owned businesses, Savini's or Ciro's, perfect for any event. Soup and salad bar now available, and Papa Savini's famous roasted chicken and noodle soup, also available by the 32-ounce jar to take home at Savini's Pomodoro. And don't forget that Savini's Pomodoro will be open today for lunch and is open for lunch every Friday right there at Savini's Pomodoro. Enjoy. Since 1941, Frigido's Fresh Market, dedicated to quality, great cuts of meat and fresh produce from the farm. Most importantly, Frigido's was always about superior customer service, with even more premium deli and prepared foods and the finest baked goods. Serving the northern Rhode Island area with three locations, Situate, Pascoe, and also 900 Victory Highway in Slatersville. We continue the family tradition with our core values. Stay tuned to WNRI as we continue to update our stores to serve you better, and we'll tell you all about it right here. Looking for a dependable cleaning service that's fast and affordable? Then call Ellie's Cleaning Service, offering full cleaning service for both residential homes and businesses. We'll come in and do it weekly or bi-weekly. Just tell us what you want. Maybe it's a deep cleaning before a holiday. We offer free estimates, and we clean houses in all of Rhode Island and Massachusetts. We're licensed and insured for your peace of mind. To get more information or set up an appointment, call 401-573-5070, and you'll be in touch with Ellie's Cleaning Service. For cleaning services you can depend on, 401-573-5070. This is a North Smithfield-based business. You're listening to WNRI's Upfront, a radio internet talk show. Now, let's get back to the panel. And let's get back to the panel. The panel is me, your host, John Brian, on Fridays. And you, of course, and I do have a caller on the line, but I just want to start out with this. It's weird, you know, uh, it's weird that the United States military has the ability to see a license plate from 20,000 feet in the air or more that a drone can focus on someone's license plate and see what the numbers are, that it seems when they want to, they can find literally anyone. They can go back and look at the tapes of January 6th and are still picking up people. People that were standing around taking selfies on January 6th are being arrested on federal charges. When the government wants to find something, they do. And when they don't want to find something, they don't. They can't find out who put all those pipe bombs out on January 6th. Of course they can't. It's probably because it was the FBI. January 6th, of course, was an inside job. Yeah, there were people there, and yeah, they were protesting. A, but let's just get down to the nitty-gritty. That was a Broadway production. They can't figure out who leaked the opinion at the Supreme Court. Can't figure that one out. Nope, can't figure that one out. And guess what? The Secret Service has ended their investigation into the bag of cocaine found at the White House, finding no suspects. That's your sign right there that the culprit was almost certainly Hunter Biden. And let's call this what it is. It's a cover up. According to the former acting commissioner of the Customs and Border Protection Agency under Trump, 
Mark Morgan, the White House could find out in about 30 minutes who the cocaine belonged to. As he said, there's a manifest, there's cameras. This should literally take them about 30 minutes to figure out whose cocaine it was. Whether it was a series of staffers, or one staffer, or even Hunter Biden himself, it doesn't matter. Look, people, the reality is that you have a president and a White House that have a disregard for the law. They don't really care because they'll get away with it with the assistance, of course, of the mainstream media. They're hypocrites. If cocaine was found at Donald Trump's White House and it suspected it belonged to Don Jr., the mainstream media and the talking heads on your evening news and the Today Show and cable news and everywhere else, just like in The Exorcist, their heads would be spinning on its axis and pea soup would be flying out of their throats, vomiting everywhere, wanting to crucify Donald Trump Jr. But, hey, the Secret Service says we don't know who it is, so I guess we don't know who it is. Let's move on. It's so corrupt. Just like in Rhode Island. You've now got a senator that was charged, a state senator that was charged with obstruction, as well as vandalism, malicious vandalism. All because the other guy had a sticker on his car that said Biden sucks. And I saw yesterday a news report. No word from Democratic leadership in the Senate. No word. On Senator Miller. However, if that was Jessica De La Cruz, the Senate minority leader from North Smithfield, those same Democrats would be standing at the state house, locked arm in arm, saying Jessica must go. If it was in the House, the Democrats would be saying Mike Chippendale, the minority leader, he's got to go. He vandalized a car that had a Biden-Harris sticker. That's hate. He must go. He's not fit for the job. But one of theirs does it? Nah. Nah. Let's be quiet about it. Let's not say a word. They're all hypocrites. Let's call it what it is. And unless and until we elect people that don't behave like this, this is what you're going to get. You get the government that you deserve. Good morning and welcome to WNRI. Morning, John. How you doing? Good morning. Good. So, um, yeah, I was going to call, I was calling about what you were saying, like women and infants, is they're not acknowledging women anymore, and women's uh, entire identities are being just decimated completely, right? And I, I, I wanted to sort of talk a little bit about um, the Rhode Island ACLU in regards to this. So, I was always a supporter of the Rhode Island ACLU, right? I, I, you know, I didn't agree with everything, but I agreed with most of the stuff they did. A friend of mine gave me a gift that was the ACLU gifted uh, pocket constitution that I keep in my car. And But what I see the ACLU do is, and I'm not trying to change the topic, but I'm trying to just shift it a little bit to the ACLU. What they've become now is, is, not, is just a cash cow for lawyers. And I'll, I'll explain a little bit. They, if you go to the ACLU's website, the Rhode Island ACLU, as far as I can see, they don't even mention the word women. So, like, they used to fight, they used to say, all right, if you're a woman in the workplace and you were not given a raise that one of your, you know, peers was and you deserved it, you worked harder, they would defend you and they would sue the employer and say, hey, if they could prove that it was because of your sex or your gender, they would sue the employer and say you discriminated against this person because they're a woman, right? They can't, I, I don't know if they even do, I don't know if they defend women anymore at all. I, I think the ACLU has written off women completely because now... They have a, a section of issues. It's 15 issues. You don't see the word 
woman. You don't see, also, you don't see anything about individual rights. They exclude individuals. Like, everything is LGBT rights and trans rights. And I, I'm cool with that. I'm totally cool with the, all those rights. But they have now shifted the ACLU's mission to only a select group of few people are that are minorities. But if you're just an individual Joe Schmo, the ACL wants nothing to do with you, right? Unless you're going to be able to do something that's going to generate some dollars for them, right? So I don't know if you know Stephen Brown. I'm sure you've met him throughout the years. But I don't know if you had any thoughts on, let me ask you this, John. I don't want to ramble on too much here. Give me the last 30 to 40 years, your opinion of the Rhode Island ACLU. Were you ever a supporter? Are you not now? What is your take on it? I, I would say that I agree with the Rhode Island ACLU probably 0.01% of the time. Um, it's very rare. They have become an arm of the very progressive left-wing Democratic Party. Um, they fight for, in my opinion, some of they, – they testify – uh, against some of the best legislation and they testify for some of the worst legislation in the General Assembly. Um, I think now if the, the ACLU used to fight for individual liberty, individual freedom, uh, and now I think if you were a woman who wanted to sue, say, an employer who refused to acknowledge the two sexes and you and referred only to Persons or did all, let's just say someone, a, 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 a woman wanted to sue based on how she was being uh, treated at work. I think that the ACLU would take the employer's um, position and say, you know, uh, that, that it, it's a fluid thing and that blah, blah, blah. What I'm trying to say is individual liberty that was once fought for by this organization is no longer. And now it seems to me they, what they do is they fight for, very progressive politics and is it is it progressive politics or is it donation dollars what do you think it's what do you think uh, i think it's probably a, a combination of the both i think that they're definitely supported by the far left obviously they're obviously the money's not coming in from conservative donors and conservative sources so they're going to know where their bread is buttered um so i agree with you on that one and, and I think it's all money. You know, I, I think it's all money, whether it's it's from the mainstream media, big tech, the ACLU, politicians. You know, money is the root of the evil here. And uh, and, and ultimately that that raises a larger question. Where is all that money coming from? And uh, that's a bigger question for another day. Do I have time for one more question? You do. So women and infants. They replace the word women with birthing people, right? So, again, and this is a, I, I'm not being sarcastic. I'm not, I'm, this is a legitimate question. So, if women and infants had, you know, a female or a woman doctor and a male doctor, and they were both, you know, again, equally qualified, and they were both, um, you know, and, and, and they were, there was some sort of pay disparity, would the woman have standing now? Because they've already acknowledged women don't exist. It's birthing people. So you're, you're a slab of meat that, that's a baby, a baby factory. That's what you are to, to, to women and infants. You're, I mean, you can't even celebrate your womanhood anymore. So how does that play into pay? Like, do we, don't we have, I would assume in Rhode Island we have some equal pay protections for women and men. Does this negate that too? Like, do they not see how, compli how complicated this is? No, it's a, it's a great point. The point that you make... Uh, is is one that I made on the House floor when I argued against that, uh, when I argued for that amendment, because I said, we're all going to stand up here at some point and say, well, this is a women's issue. This is, these are women's issues, and women's issues are important. But wait a minute. 
now we're deciding which are women's issues and which are person issues. That 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 these hypocrites refuse to say women when it comes to giving birth, but when it comes to other issues, saying women is no problem. Hey, I gotta let you go. I got a couple points bye. to get again before the end of the show. Thank you so much. Bye bye. Gotta get this in. Sandra LaFrance says, Good morning, John. You are not a bigot. You just have a brain that functions properly. Biological women are the only humans who can give birth. Not any man. Chest feeding is a crock. The day a man goes through labor, delivers a baby, and provides natural breast milk, then return with that ridiculous baloney, a.k.a. fake birthing people. Thank you, John, for your valuable views. Well, thank you, Sandra, for always sending in. We appreciate that, as always. Um, Real quick, I want to read this to you. This is from uh, Ian Smith. Ian Smith gave this quote. He refused to close his gym during the pandemic in New Jersey. And he really got into a lot of it with the government. And he even got arrested for refusing to close his gym. And even after that, he wouldn't close his gym. And this is a quote from Ian Smith. Everything the government is doing right now is designed to make you fat, weak, stupid, depressed, lazy, and reliant on crumbs they wipe off their plates. Health replaced by pharmaceuticals. Education replaced by programming. Hard work replaced by handouts. These people hate you. That is true. They do hate you. Okay? They do hate you. Look what's going on with so-called the climate crisis. Did you know I'm a climate denier too? I'm a climate denier because all the progressives were on social media the other day saying, look at this rain it's the climate crisis. Oh, it's, it's, it's what are we going to do? You climate deniers, the world is ending. The world is ending and we, we have to get a Green New Deal now. Yeah, we have to do it right now. It, it's so crazy. And so what I say is if it's, hot, you know, if it's hot in the summer, it's the climate crisis. If it's cold in the winter, it's the climate crisis. If it's a rainy summer, it's a climate crisis. If it's a dry summer, it's the climate crisis. What wa- what weather pattern will these people accept as, I don't know, weather? Just weather? These cultists are so brainwashed. I'll leave you with this. The socialist Spanish minister uses a private jet to attend a climate conference. 100 meters before the venue... She gets out of her limo, her gas-powered limo. She flies there in a jet, gets out of her limo, and then she rides a bicycle 100 meters to the environment conference, and the security cars follow her. Isn't that great? It's all theater. Don't you get it? Your government hates you. It's all theater. They all had masks on until the cameras were off. Then they all took their masks off. But they insisted you have your masks on. They all said you can't go out to dinner, but they all went out to dinner. They said you have to stop using gas, but they won't stop using their planes. They say you have to live your life without guns, but they have armed security. They say that border border fences and border walls are racist, and yet they have the tallest bo- uh, walls and fences around their homes. They're hypocrites, and they're assisted by the mainstream media, and they hate you. And until you make a change, you will get the government you deserve. Hey, that's all I have for today. Thank you so much. I appreciate you listening to my rant. I'll be back tomorrow morning on the Saturday Soapbox.
That'll be right here from 830 to 1030 here on 1380 AM and 99.9 FM WNRI. God bless. Thanks for listening. This has been WNRI's Upfront, presented weekday mornings at 8 a.m. Upfront is a regular public affairs presentation of News Talk 1380 WNRI Woonsocket.